All right, and we're back with another episode. Joining me today, Megan Dawson. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Despite all this COVID nonsense, things shutting down. Yes, it's definitely a crazy time right now, and it's just kind of holding on for dear life. I know. I just, shows keep canceling again, and I we're just, it feels like we're back, you know, ground zero here, so. Yeah, um, yeah. So for, for starters, um, those who may be watching and don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a pop country singer songwriter from Calgary, Alberta. Um, I am born and raised in Calgary and, um, I have kind of been performing all throughout Alberta for the last like five or six years. Um, I picked up a guitar for the first time in September of 2016, taught myself how to play through Googling chords and watching YouTube videos. And from that, I learned four chords and started writing songs. And um, yeah, so since then, I've just been writing music and um, learning how to be on a stage and perform that music for people. And um, yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about me and kind of the general gist of things. I love that you taught yourself. It's uh that's kind of what I've done. And the whole four chords, I always joke about, I'm like, I only know four chords and someone goes, all you need is a capo and you're good to go. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 100%. The capo is my best friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. So you taught yourself, uh, was music in the household as well growing up? Um, it was to the extent of like my, my parents are music lovers. And so they would always play music around the house. And I remember like growing up, there was always like some sort of concert DVD that was on like Shania Twain or the Eagles. And so I kind of, I developed a love of music as a fan very early in my life. But then also when I was young, I would attempt to write songs. They were horrible. They were not good, but I just knew I'm like, Hey, I like this idea of creating those songs that like Shania created. Like, that's so cool that she can do that. And um, so, yeah, my, my love of music, definitely, I would say like listening to music as a fan started at home for sure. And then kind of just developed into my secret little identity for a, a long, long time. I just didn't tell people that I sang. I just did it all by myself. And eventually I'm like, well, let's try and sing in front of people. And since then it's kind of just become something I like to do. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. And when was, um, I just thought of this now at the top of my head. What, when was the last time you and I had an interview? Was that two years ago? my gosh, I think it's two or three. Like it was so long ago. And I feel like life was so different back then too. It's oh, so wild. It's uh, I saw what, which video, what song did you release again that we, um, I think that was, I, I think I performed my song double take, but that was right after I wrote it. So it was super fresh. And I don't even think I'd started recording it yet. Um, but yeah, so that was like my newest little song baby and that's that seems like so long ago but also like it just happened so it's kind of weird i i know it's that that's insane two years ago and here we are here we are here we are in our rooms separately virtually i know it's the, <laughs> the covid life you know you gotta love it yep. it's, um so how would you describe your sound to someone who may have never heard your music before yeah, absolutely. Um, I always kind of say I'm kind of a, a mishmash of different music styles, mostly because I love different types of music. And so my influences have always been like Avril Lavigne, Shania Twain and like Britney Spears or Hilary Duff. So across the board, 
very different. But one thing that's always kind of been my main thing is that um, I really love hooky melodies. I really, I'm a melody person first. And so my music style has really just developed into writing songs that have the hooky melodies and the lyrics that are really just meaningful to my story or, you know, whatever it may be. And so I, I kind of have found this balance between everything of pop country and that's kind of where I find home I feel like but with a lot of little blips of everything in there so yeah okay and speaking of influences do you have one specifically for songwriting and one for performing um I think so like I think um songwriting it's kind of interesting um well, I'd say one person that kind of covers both is definitely Taylor Swift because songwriting, she's incredible. Performance-wise, she's incredible. So um, she's definitely one of my influences that I feel like is just like across the board. But I think growing up um, and first being introduced to songwriting, um, performance-wise, Shania was always like, I want to perform like Shania, huge crowd kind of thing. And um, and even right now, I think like songwriting, like I love people like Julia Michaels and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I think it definitely has changed. But I think Taylor's like my one, like she is my queen forever and always. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And these are all artists that are these all artists you're listening to on your iPod while you're driving or what kind of music does Megan Dawson listen to? I love this question. Um, my playlists, if you look at my Spotify, are they are very random, but Taylor and especially all of like the new Taylor's version releases are like my thing right now. I'm obsessed. And then also right now I'm listening to the band Camino, big fan. They're wonderful. I would love to see them live. I'm also, I think I told you this like very early on, like I love the Arkells, their music makes me incredibly happy. Um, so, and then also it goes like Kelsey Ballerini, love her stuff. So my playlist is usually like a combination of like pop, pop rock, alt rock, country, pop country. Like it's like everything. Ooh, perfect. Um, yeah. Throughout your career, I'm sure you've been given tons of advice. What has mm -hmm. been the best advice you've been given that you follow till today? Yeah, um, I would say so very early on, I worked um, and I, I still he's one of my biggest mentors, Brian Farrell. Um, he told me like very early on when I first started doing lessons of like, you're going to go through a roller coaster of opportunities, loss of opportunities, yeses, nos. But at the end of the day, um, you have to come back to just the core of who you are and why you love doing what you do. And that has always stuck with me because he was very right. Like here I am five, six years later being like, it is a roller coaster. You are correct. Um, and yeah, there's lots of times where you get a yes and you're super excited. And then regardless, I think it's always so important to just come back to being like, I feel like this is a cool moment because that yes is something where I can feel proud of like the little girl that started doing music when she was like, you know, didn't know what the heck she was doing. And so I think that's always been my biggest thing. And then if you get a no, it's remembering that your journey is so different than everyone else's. And you never know why that no could have actually been the biggest benefit to what is going to happen on your journey. So yeah, I'd say that's my biggest thing. And I still, to this day, I need that reminder all the time. So I think that's going to be a forever thing. <laughs> okay. And now is this the same advice that you would give someone that's following your footsteps or what advice would you give them? Um, I would say that's a huge part of it. And like one thing that I think, um, and even that I've learned over the last couple of years, like when you turn off kind of the, the craziness of like playing shows, recording, releasing music, 
it's always about coming back to the reason why it makes your soul feel fulfilled and why it makes you excited to wake up every single day. And like, whatever that is, I think it needs to always come down to like, why am I doing this? And like, what was the driving force that got me into this in the first place? And I think that it's always remembering that. And then it kind of makes all of those really cool accomplishments, even sweeter. Cause you're just like, wow, this is just something I genuinely love doing. You know what I mean? So I would say that's kind of a, a thing for sure. I would tell someone absolutely. That That's the biggest thing for me. I think if, if you're in this to, you know, to get fame or get money, I think you're in it for the wrong reasons because it, it takes time from what yeah. I've seen anyway, from artists and stuff like that. So I think you truly have to love it for you to succeed for sure. Absolutely. It takes a lot of time and patience and yeah, I think it's, it's all worth it in the end to be able to to enjoy the journey from, you know, the start to wherever the end point is the journey in between is like the most exciting part. So you got to really enjoy it. (laughs) I mean, the advice for me that was given to me is patience. That That was the biggest one for me and they were not wrong. (laughs) <laughs> uh, very yeah, it's like we were talking earlier. I just kind of letting these interviews, you know, just do their thing, and yeah. um, things are popping up that I never thought would even be possible. Yeah, absolutely. You never know what might be like right around the corner or five years from now. You never know, right? It's just kind of keeping at it and working hard at it. So, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's a award nominees. There's this. Like, it's just it's crazy to think that that's, that was, that's possible for what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's cause when I started this interview series, I was like, hmm, I wonder how far it's going to go until I saw this whole Alberta country scene. And I was like, Whoa, there's yeah. way more people than I ever imagined kind of thing. So yeah, it's, uh, it's great. And so, yeah, patience has been the biggest thing and it's yeah. been great. I love that 100%. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk about your newest single, which is out now. Um, yes. out now, which is yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> uh, influence. Let's talk about that. Tell us about it and how it all came together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it was, um, it was really cool because over the last couple of years, I spent a lot of time just writing and building my catalog of songs, but also really just trying to hone in on what my sound is and what my style was and what I wanted to take like my next release towards what that journey was going to be. And I came across and um, had a phone meeting with Dan Swinimer. He's in Langley, BC. And um, we talked to just about like the concept of doing a project and really just like picking the best songs possible that are going to be like something that take me on this whole new you know path and um we listened to all of my stuff and we loved a lot of it and then he says um there's just another idea here and it was really cool um I was able to um listen to some songs that were um I wasn't a writer on but were very applicable to what I found I was at in my life but also stylistically So we came across a bunch of demos. I listened to Influence and immediately it just made sense to my brain from, like I said, the the hooky melodies, like the the topic of the song. um, It just like hit me and I was like, this feels like it could be something I could sing on. And so I, I tested it out. And, um, so, and it just ended up being the song that was just the one that I needed to record. And so it was written by Madeline Merlot, Dave Thompson and Emily. 
And yeah, and so we were able to record it and it was like the most amazing experience and I'm so excited for it to be out. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. And available on all platforms? Yes, everywhere you can find music. Yeah. Love it. And do you have a specific do you have a specific line or lyrics in the in the song that's your favorite? Um, let me think here. Um, I think in general, like the entire chorus, like it's just kind of like I found the whole like the concept of the hook just really spoke to my brain of like, um, I don't know what it is, but I'm under your influence and I'm into it. I just thought that was really, really cool. Um, but also like I think in general, like the whole verse where it's just talking about is it the, the flashing lights or the smoke in my eyes? Um, it's really cool because it's kind of like I can totally be like a total dork if I'm like actually interested in someone and I'm like, what is happening to me? And so immediately I was just, I found it really like relatable. And so, yeah, I would say that's kind of like the overarching thing right there, but yeah, I love, uh, love what they did with the whole, the the whole concept of the song. So that's awesome. And, uh, do you, do you have plans for a music video, lyric video? Yeah, actually, um, we did film a music video and I've never done that before. So that was really, really fun. And I think that's coming out in um, hopefully a few weeks. And I am very excited because I've never been able to, I never had a song come to life visually. Um, So I'm very excited to just kind of have a whole other kind of life for the song in a music video. So, yeah. Great. Who who filmed it? Um, Oliver Banyard. Awesome. I think I'm saying his last name right. I always feel like I'm saying it wrong, but he did an amazing job. And we did over uh, like kind of two days of filming and um, it was very different. Like it's a whole other world kind of performing the song over and over and over in front of a camera. You're like, Hoy, this is kind of very fun, but also like, oh, I'm nervous, but it was so fun. And um, yeah, I'm really, really excited about the video. So I can't wait for everyone to see it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We got to, sh- we got to shout him out too. Cause that's. Uh... Yes. Oh, he's amazing. And he's so fun to work with for sure. Love it. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about the creative vision behind it before it's out or. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one thing that I kind of take away from this song in general, too, is like this sense of being in a whole new feeling that is so unfamiliar. You're very much out of your comfort zone, but there's something about it that also feels incredibly safe and right and just like something you want to follow. And so I knew even from the perspective of like just colors and the visuals, I wanted it to be something that kept you on your toes. Um, and there was some in regards to color, like a cool tone. So it's kind of like, you know, you're out in the open it's a little bit new. It's kind of terrifying, but then also these little hints of warmth where you feel like, wow, this this is a good place. This is a good thing. Um, and so I really wanted to bring that to life and, um, tell the story, um, in, in a creative way that was just outside of lyric or like the song itself, it was uh, just kind of my take on what I took from the song. And yeah, so that's kind of a, a cool thing. And so, yeah, we did, uh, there's me performing it. And then I have um, a wonderful co-star in the video too, which I'm very excited about. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of a cool, there's a lot happening and it. it's a little bit like, yeah, it keeps you on your toes, which I like to think, I don't know, maybe not, but that's what I was going for. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? So perfect. Um, all right, you do a lot of co-writing as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, what is your favorite thing about co-writing? Um, I think my favorite thing is like 
because I've done a lot of writing myself as well, I think transitioning into a, a position where there can be this whole other potential for life of what can happen to a song based on someone else's perspective and what they can bring to a story. And I think that's the coolest thing ever because so I've been in rights where like, I thought I had this super clear vision of like, this hook needs to be about this. This is the song. And then you hear one other perspective and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, that is the song. And I think it just opens your eyes to a whole new world of opportunities for the song. And so co-writing is like completely changed my perspective on songwriting. And I think in general, it's, we've been able to write some of my favorite songs I've ever written. So yeah, I love it. Is there, um, I mean, with the changes with COVID and stuff, has the online thing affected how songwriting is, or is it pretty much the same? Um, It's kind of interesting. I feel like um, there's obviously a different dynamic and it, it's kind of, you know, not the same fully being like when you're not able to be in the same room with someone, but um, I found over COVID, like I've been able to connect with like a whole new network of songwriters um, all over Canada. And I think that that's been something I've been very grateful to do. And we've been able to write some amazing stuff. And like, it's kind of crazy how some people that I feel like I've like they've become some of my best friends or really, really close to me. And I've never even met them in person, which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's definitely different, but I feel like we've still been able to write some things that I'm so proud of. And one day we'll be able to like jam them all together and we'll have like this full catalog of songs. So it'll be super fun. Um, but until then, yeah, no, I think it's a, it's still like gets kind of the whole thing, um, the whole, you know, songwriting thing done and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on all of that. I when I first started these interviews, I was very against the online thing. I didn't yeah. think it looked good. I didn't think it sounded good on some stuff, on some level, yeah. I should say. Um, but then it's like as I got more into it, yeah, I've connected with people even in the states, yeah, um, across the country, like people I would never interview if it was just in person. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of the really cool takeaway is like, I I'm very grateful for the, the opportunity to just meet new people and like learn about their stories and learn about their careers. And like, it's just, it's, we have a, a very big world, but it kind of feels like we don't right now because it's so condensed, but you know, it kind of, you know, gives that little glimpse into like, oh yeah, there's a lot of really cool people on this planet that I can connect with. So I'm glad we're able to still do that to some extent for sure. Absolutely. All right, Megan, um, with the release and everything, what's next for you? Well, um, I would say it's kind of interesting. I think um, 2022 is kind of the year of just releasing as much music as I possibly can. And so um, I'm very excited to release new music, even after Influence. And, um, you know, when we're able to perform safely, I would love to perform more and just kind of connect with the people that connect with my stuff that I've never gotten the chance to um, connect with in person. So I'm really excited for that. But yeah, I would say releasing a lot of new music this year, which I'm really excited about. So yeah. yeah perfect. And last thing, uh, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me at MeganDawsonMusic.com or my handle on Instagram, Facebook is at MeganDawsonMusic. Except Twitter is Meg Dawson Music because it was too many characters. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. And same with TikTok. I think I'm Megan Dawson Music on there too. I should shout out TikTok because it's a fun place. So 
Absolutely. All right, yeah. guys, go grab her newest single, Influence. And uh, Megan, thanks so much for taking the time today. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Cody. It's good to see you. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, let's not wait so long. Yes. Next time. I agree. Let's not right. do that. <laughs> Take care. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks, Cody. All right. See ya. Bye.